thing that he thought people were upset at him for. Like, he's the most bizarre man. I literally, this is, <laughs> I can't believe he's been a pedo for at least 16 years. <laughs> you never knew. Yeah, yeah that we... is fascinatingly mental. I think we need to cancel <sighs> the podcast so you can spend an evening Googling R. Kelly. <laughs> Yeah, need to get correct. up to date. Oh get up God. to date on on Robert. Yeah, good stuff. Right, are we all ready then. Yep. <laughs> right, let's do a podcast then. Good evening and welcome to Fruck Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. My name is Stuart. Uh, I'm not Nathan Peterson, unfortunately. Nathan's not with us tonight, but joining me this evening is a man who has spent the past week listening to music by Kanye West, The Calling, The Black Eyed Peas, The Saturdays, The 411, R. Kelly and Nickelback. I don't know what's more worrying, his taste in music or the fact that I logged onto his YouTube account to go through his watch history to make that list. Regardless, <laughs> it's Michael Jameson. Hello, Michael. <laughs> That's literally completely true. I know. Literally, like... Oh god, that's like. But to be honest, I'm not too embarrassed by that. Apart from maybe the four one one. I could find out when I was listening to that four one one. I did think because it. I think it was a big song, probably when I was about fourteen, and I thought, I do wonder how a you know fairly nerdy, um, pretty desperate fourteen year old virgin related to a song about cheating on your man who's at home. <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> Very good, Michael. Um, Michael's drinking beer tonight, everybody. He's had about a hundred yeah. mils, a hundred mils of beer, and it's hit him already. <laughs> Moving on from Michael yeah. Jameson, our guest this evening, our special guest this evening, is rarer than a funny episode of Peep Show. Rarer than a first edition Charizard card. Rarer than a steak prepared by Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to draw this out anymore. It's Rara. Hello, Rara. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> that was an incredible intro. Yeah, I mean, go- I spent. I'll a- take a- being rarer than a Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Now, you, you might say this is your first appearance on the podcast, but you have actually technically appeared twice before because you were present. Uh, when your man Harry was on the podcast some months ago, and you appeared once in text form uh, as part of social media, which led to your appearance tonight. So you commented that we should do an episode on Indian food, and I think it was me that suggested I come on then, and now you're here. How does it feel to to, to be here in your own right with Michael Jameson, with the drunk Michael Jameson, talking about R&B paedophiles? Honoured. All I can say is I'm (laughs) honoured. I wouldn't want to talk about R&B paedophiles with anyone else. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, <laughs> you've you've told me in the in the in the run up to coming on tonight that you've never been on a podcast before. But are you a, do you listen to a podcast? Are you a, are you involved in the podcast world? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And thank you. That was the Food Review UK podcast. No. So <laughs> I, I'm surprised, you know, because you've you're very much a. Uh, a modern media kind of person you're very involved in the social media you've got a like a small youtube presence haven't you but you're big in the the twitch the twitching i don't understand the twitching that the young people do nowadays because i'm not i think am i too old for twitching 
Is that no? Is it older people? Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've, I've, I had to do a bit. I had to do a bit of research about what Twitch was. I'm not really a gamer, so I suppose Twitch isn't necessarily the medium for me. But um, I found out that there are lots of people streaming things like get live ASMR on there, which is something that I'm into. Um, so sell, go on, sell Twitch to me then, Rara. Why should I, as a non-Twitcher? Well, Harry does most of it, and I'm I normally just get drunk and get really ragey, <laughs> and people seem to really enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, but I think the side of it we play is we play games where people can play along with us. Right. So you can play on your smartphone and then join in the games. So most of our community join in and play with us. So what kind of games then? What are we talking about? We play Jackbox games, so the Jackbox Party Packs. Right. Again, this means nothing to me. Michael? Oh, Jackbox is, Jackbox is amazing. It's basically like one of the games we play for, it's called Quiplash, and it's basically like Cards Against Humanity. Right, right. So you get a question, and then you have to fill in the answers. Right. That sounds cool. So, yeah. in, in theory, I can get, what, download something on my phone... I can then go on. You don't on. need to download anything. You what? just go onto the website and then type in the room code that we have because we have the game yeah. and then you just play along. Really? Oh, wow. Mm. I'll have to give that they a try They have then. a new game out at the moment where you can be little robots and you can make rap battles against each other. Oh, that sounds very much like my kind of thing. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought that Twitch was basically me logging onto my computer and watching you play... I don't know, Doom, or, or a more up-to-date games reference that's not from 1992, Call, Call of Duty, I don't know. So no, like... Doom Doom 3 or Doom 4, whatever it is, is quite a current game. Is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah. crazy. Quite well received. Um, right. Loads of people do loads of stuff. A lot of Fortnite's big on there, and FIFA now. Right. Um, but a lot of streamers do Jackbox and games where you can play along. <laughs> cool. They flossing, and they do that one as well, don't they? Oh. I can't see. Yeah. I mean, you're literally. I mean, the, the listeners can't see you because it's a podcast, and we can't see you because you're sitting in the dark. You absolute loser. So if, if people want to check I'm doing out the Twitch, the dancing, the, the a lot the of um, a lot of females do ASMR in no clothing as well. Nice, nice. Huh? Mm. And it's Twitch T W. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right? Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about That's, that. This, I mean, this might come across watch, as. Watch, isn't it? Oh, Michael, you're an appalling man. I'm not. This might come across as like virtue signalling or whatever, but there are one or two ASMR channels that I can't watch just because they make it blatantly sexy, and that's. I'll be honest with you, not not really what I'm watching those videos for. Um, so, if people wanted to get you on Twitch. How how can they find you? Um, We go under Harry's username, so it's under Mr. Haztastic. Yeah. Um, So basically, you just type that into Twitch and there will be. Brilliant. I mean, you'll get a a, a massive influx, a massive influx, I imagine, from all our thousands and thousands of uh, podcast subscribers over (laughs) the next few days. Anyway, moving on, let's get on to the topic of our podcast tonight. We're here to talk about food. So as we always do when we get someone who's a new guest, we want to ask you some random questions to get to know you and to get to know your opinions about food. So what I need from you, Rara, are three numbers between one and ten. Now, it's up to you. You give me them all at once, or you can give me them one at a time. 
It's entirely your choice. Okay, number four. Number four, okay. I want a child. Uh, a child. I want. <laughs> Back to R. Kelly. All want, right, R. Oh, Kelly. I want one food from your childhood that you miss. And this is where I feel old again because you're going to say something that came out when I was 27. <laughs> <laughs> that I miss? What, they don't do anymore? Yes. Yes. A favourite product from your childhood that you wish they a still made. Oh, the snowflake. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's a popular one. Yeah, it is a popular one, that, isn't it? A lot yeah. of people miss the snowflake. Are you listening, Cadbury? Nope, they're not. <laughs> okay, another number, please, Rara. Eight. Eight. Do you have any weird food quirks? See, I don't think this is weird, but this gives Harry anxiety. Brilliant. I would put mayo in my beans. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's 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 weird. That's really weird. Yeah, that is. It's weird. That's not. Weird. No, no, that's very odd. That yeah. <laughs> I can relate to the anxiety. Yeah, feelings. that's that's a food contamination kind of thing. That's yeah, I'm not having that. No bad. No, you have to mix it all together. I, I don't, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not you going. Haven't lived. No, oh. You haven't lived until you've had mayo beans. Disgusting. No. No, no, Harry's absolutely right. You're an appalling human being. Uh, a, fi- a final number, please, then. Uh, number nine. Okay, number nine. If you had to ban... It's quite a lengthy question, so keep up. If you had to ban one person in history from eating a particular food, why would it be Sean, DWMC, and Pineapple? <laughs> we went out for a meal on Sat Saturday? Saturday. And Sean is the slowest eater known to man. And we were sat in this restaurant for 40 minutes while he ate a whole plateful of pineapple. F- 40 minutes to eat a plate of pineapple. What, what restaurants what? are you going to where a plate of pineapple is a dish? <laughs> uh, Cosmos, like a buffet. Right. And it got... Still still weird. <laughs> yeah. And... um. It got to the point where I literally stood up and was like, I'm going home now. And walked off. <laughs> yeah, that I was could, fucking I could not take any Brilliant. Brilliant. So, is it like an all-you-can-eat buffet? Yeah. Right. So they have, like, Thai, Indian, Chinese. And you can keep going back? Yeah. So, while he's sitting there eating a plate of pineapple, there's nothing stopping you from eating some more food. And... I was like four plates down at this point. Right. Is he, is I was he, done. Is he just generally a slow eater or is it just the pineapple that's the problem? He is <laughs> a really slow eater. It takes him about two hours to eat a kebab. Mm. What? Mm. What? Oh, it's, that... Would... It's painful. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm an inhaler. I, re- I really do like just suck it down. But yeah, yeah. I'm... Mm. Yeah, all right, but uh, my wife's a, my wife's a slow eater, but not that bad at all. Like I know I eat fast. I know I eat fast. In fact, coming up soon on Food View UK, uh, video proof that I eat quick. But um, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it was it was making me more angry the more he was eating. But Shoot. it wasn't even a big plate. <laughs> Brilliant! Brilliant! <laughs> it was horrendous. Appalling. That's a, a, a appalling behaviour, Sean. Appalling. You need to need to up your food <laughs> speed, food eating. For, I mean, for a man who 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 makes his 
makes his living, makes his career out of doing challenges on YouTube, you'd imagine that he'd be able to put a bit of food away quickly, wouldn't you? You know, it's a sta- it's a staple of the challenge video world, isn't it? Being able to chuck some food down you. That is appalling. Pathetic behaviour. I don't understand he gets a plate of pineapple anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's the bit I can't understand in this entire situation. Is it do you not do you not like pineapple, Michael? Uh I do like pineapple actually, yeah, but I mean like, like harvester do pineapple, don't they? It'd be like going to a buffet and just getting a load of that. What's, <laughs> just buy a pineapple, mate. Pineapple's not 15 quid. Pineapple's quid. Fresh, juicy. Correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> How's your beer, Michael? Well, yeah, it's good. It's it's so odd. I've got um, Thornbridge Tart Bakewell Sour, which you have reviewed. On the channel, haven't you? Correct. Which is why uh, I was fascinated when you had it. So I've got, I've got it. I'm not a beer person. I'm not some sort of beer man. Um, but it's it's fascinating. It is it is so sour. If you've never had a sour beer, have it. It's literally like Warhead soda. It's blowing my mind. <laughs> As it, and do, I don't dislike it. Do you think it's a? Could this convert you to drinking drinking beers? It very much feels like a gateway, but let's not let's not uh, count our egg hatch. Let's, yeah, let's not count our egg hatch. Yeah, never count your egg hatch. Right, with egg ca- egg egg hatching out of the way, uh, let's get on to uh, spot quivia. Are you ready, guys? Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, the, the tremendous pressure of planning Quivia in the absence of Nathan Peterson makes you really appreciate the hard work that he does every week, every fortnight, to, to plan Quivia. Now, I've come under attack in the past for Quivia that's been either ridiculously difficult to follow or Quivia that's just gone off on a complete <laughs> tangent and hasn't really been about the subject. But I've really, really tried tonight. So what I've got for you, I've got five questions. They're all um, straightforward answers. There's no there's no numerical kind of things. Um it's, it should be nice and easy. Five questions, okay? Uh, I'll, I'll ask you the question first, then I'll ask for your answers each in turn. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so all of these relate to Indian food, because that's our topic tonight. Okay, question one, and this is going to go to Rara first. St- oh, great. Statistics indicate that Indians have the lowest rate of meat consumption in the world. India, in fact, has more vegetarians than the rest of the world put together. According to a 2006 Hindu State of the Nation survey, what percentage of Indians living in India are vegetarian? Rara. I'm going to say... 62%. 62%. I've just knocked my jug and in turn a small Lego Star Wars vehicle over. Never mind. <laughs> uh, right. Rara, 
Question one, sixty-two percent. Michael Jameson, what are you going for? Uh, first of all, I'd like to commend the uh, the information that you gave us. The fact, I think that's a very fascinating um, comment to make. Uh, and I, I, I'd say, if there's more vegetarians than the rest of the world put together, did you say? I did. That's what I said. Yeah. That's is is that part of the question, or is that part of the? That's just a, that's a true fact. It's just a true fact. It's just a statement that gives some. You know, some background to the question. There are more vegetarians in India than the rest of the world put together. But what percentage that of Indians are vegetarian? Mental. So that's got to be high then. That's got to be like, what, 80, 87%. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, I think so. 87%. Now, usually Nathan Peterson, what he does is he waits till the end and he gives you the answers. I'm going to put the pressure on. I'm going to give you them as we go along. Ooh. Quest, question one. It's 31%. Rarer was closer. Rarer gets the point. Guess what, sorry? 31%. Oh, I never get points. Well done. 31% yeah. of a nation yeah. is more vegetarians than anywhere else, yeah. a than lo- everywhere else combined. There's a lot of people in India, Michael. <laughs> Fucking hell. All the people from the sounds of it. My but, God. Yeah. Sort of like 330 million people in India. So a hundred mil, about a hundred million of them are uh, vegetarian, which is more than there are in the rest of the world. So a lot of vegetarian. They don't even. Ha- are you they don't even it? have. Uh, no, no, they don't even have Whole Foods, do they? In India, <laughs> so where do they buy all their food from? Grow a, it. A Whole lot, Foods India. A lot of the vegetarian, a lot of the vegetarian, varied vegetarianism in India is caused by poverty. Um, some wow. of it, some of it is religious. A large majority of Hindus are vegetarian at various parts of the year, but this is people who are vegetarian all year round. So there's some some religious wow. vegetarianism and some poverty-led vegetarianism. It's not entertaining, but it's true. Okay, question two. Well, we, well, there actually is Whole Foods in India, so maybe that's why some of them are yeah, suffering but, from poverty. Maybe I mean, they used to shop there. Why are you referencing a a, a shop that we don't have in the UK? <laughs> What we do, mate? What are you talking about? Where? Sorry, mate. If you come to a place called London, where we also got the internet and shit, you fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> Question two. This also goes to Rara first. The Hindustan <laughs> Coffee House was the first Indian restaurant in the United Kingdom. It was opened by Sakdeen Mohammed, who was a captain in the British East India Company in George Street in London. But in which year did that Hindustan coffee house, the first Indian restaurant in the UK, open? And that's going to Rara. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 1983. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> I actually, I actually know this one as well. Rara? Of course you did. You've got Google in front of you. Rara, do you think that the, there wasn't an Indian restaurant in the UK until I was five years old? You think that I, I predate Brit- Indian cuisine in the UK? What is older? The, the great British tradition of the, of the good English curry or Stuart? Stuart? <laughs> definitely Stuart. <laughs> No. Amazing. I definitely. Uh, you're, yeah. Right, Michael, go on. Just go one year later. 
uh, later. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, right? you're, ca- you're catching me out on that one. Uh, no, it's I think, like 1935, which is probably still too much. 1935, uh, Michael Jameson gets the point. It was 1810. The wow. year 1810, 208 <laughs> years ago. Not. Am I getting confused with 35 years ago? Are you getting confused between Chinese? I mean, you probably are. You're daft racist, yeah. <laughs> it's the Asian one, isn't it? Oh, let's not go there. Uh, yeah, it only op- it only stayed open for a year. It shut down because uh, it wasn't doing very well. But you know, didn't didn't stop other people having a go, did it? Uh, right. Question number three. Here we go. Three. Eighty percent of UK Indian restaurants are not owned by Indian restaurateurs. Which nationality makes the majority? of Indian restaurant owners in the UK. And I will go to Michael Jemison. Oh, I know the answer. I go 100% on, know the answer. Go Are on, we man. allowed to pick the same answer? Yeah. Okay, well, I, I am 100% certain on this. It is Bangladeshi. Bangladeshi. Okay, Rara? Oh, yeah, ba- Bangla- Bangladesh slash Bangladeshi. Yeah, Rara, what are you going for? I'm going the same as him. <laughs> That's not my last answer. Wise move, yeah. 80% of British Indian restaurants are are actually Bangladeshi-owned, correct? Uh, Going into question four, you are drawing two points each. This is is where we separate the the men from the the boys or the... I don't know where we're going. The wheat from the chaff. The wheat from the chaff, yeah. There we go. Okay. Most most people realise that Britain's most popular Indian dish, chicken tikka masala, is not an Indian invention, but actually Glaswegian. What escapes some people's knowledge is that the origin of another staple of the curry house, the vindaloo, is similarly not Indian. It does have roots in Goa, but like most Goan cuisine, originally comes from which European country? Rarer. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. No, no idea. You've got to give me a country. <laughs> give me a country, Rara. Is this a really bad time to say I'm not very clever? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You're up against Michael. A European country. Correct. I uh, Norway. Norway. <laughs> Where did you just pull that from? Amazing, Michael. Um. <laughs> So, okay, Vindaloo, potatoes, um, I'm just going to have to go with potatoes being Irish, I'm going to say I'm gonna say Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> yeah, just because it's got potato in, I don't know. Brilliant. The name comes from Carne de Vigna Dalios, which, oh, which, means, which means meat with wine and garlic in... Portuguese. Portuguese. It's a Portuguese. No points for either of you there. So it's Anders. still even going into the final round. Oh, I'm not very good at this. Oh, here we go. It's anyone's game. Mor- <laughs> Morrison's Vindaloo was touted to be the hottest supermarket curry when it was made using Naga chilies, but has now been surpassed after complaints it was not hot enough. However, what strain of chilli did Morrison's use to create the searing eight chilli spice warning, Fiery Fall? 
what chilli did they go for to up the spice over the naga? Rarer. I should know this from Where's My Challenge. You should. You should. I put this in there for you. I thought you'd know your chilies. I'm going to go the Carolina Reaper. Ooh, the hottest chilli in the world, the Carolina um, Reaper. Michael Jameson. Um, I was going to go Carolina Reaper, but maybe to make things interesting, I'll go with Ghost Chili, a.k.a. I believe it's also known as the Scorpion Chili, the Butch Tea Scorpion Chili. The Scorpion Chili, the Ghost slash Scorpion Chili. It is the Scorpion Chili. Whoa! It will only... That's my second answer. They're only going to sell this new curry to people over 16 and they're going to ask them for ID. The Scorpion is the current fourth hottest chili in the world. 1.5 million Scoville units. Well done, Michael. 3-2. 3-2. Thank you. Taking the lead. I've got two things to say about that. First is um, maybe we should do a review of it. The second is, do you know, bonus fact, bonus quivia fact, do you know what the Scoville scale is? Yes. Because, okay, well, okay, well, let's all explain what it is then. So it's, you, you explain um, it first. So what it means is when the number is not just an arbitrary number that's yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's the last one. Correct. It means that you need that many parts of water to dilute it down yeah. to not have any effect. Yes. I think that's fucking fascinating. Yeah. Uh, particularly when you're talking about, I think the scorpion is something like 1.2 million. Mm. Um, and, yeah. And the the Carolina Reaper is something like 1.8 or something ridiculous. Yeah. Chilies. Harry's chilli knowledge is going. <laughs> Go on. You know he knows too much about chilies. <laughs> Go on. He's, he's left. He's just there uh, not agreeing. <laughs> he's fuming about it. He's fuming. I've cleaned up many a chilli many a chilies in my day from where's my challenge oh <laughs> i um i i couldn't do one of those super chili like super hot chilies they're they're you what have you done michael which ones have you done uh i've done the komodo dragon and the butch tea right so you've scorpion. done you've done the scorpion mm. have you ever done the extracts Mm-mm. nope they're brutal yeah i don't well i mean the fucking other ones were brutal enough, so I think I'd be all right. Uh, no, I think I would. I think I'd weep with the extracts because that is just. I mean, I mean the others were unbearable. Mm. This first one I did lasted longer though. It's when you get that when they last for ages, and about ten fifteen minutes into it, you, you get the panic that it's never going to stop and you're going to die, mm. and you get that that serious chilly panic. Um, yeah. ones, ones where they're super, super hot and then it fades fades fairly quickly. That's doable. Um, but then when they just sit in you for ages and you're sweating and you uh, you do that kind of hiccupy... Yeah, cramps. Yeah, bad Chilly times. Cramps. Bad times. Yeah. They really had to take Lewis to hospital because of that. Really? Wow. They done the chilli blender. Oh. Yeah, fuck that. <sighs> Yeah, but I, I, I should say I didn't swallow. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Way! 
Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash food review UK. Help us get Gossy some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. Right, moving on. Let's get away from Quivia and Michael's inappropriate innuendo and get on to the main section of our podcast tonight. We're here to talk about Indian food and all of the wonderful things that it incorporates. And I think the best way of getting us started is what are our favourite Indian dishes? Uh, We're going to start with starters. What are your favourite Indian starters or kind of side dishes, let's say? Not talking about sundries, not talking about your rice and naan, I'm talking about your starters or side dishes. What are your favourites? What are your go-tos, Rara? Um, don't really have starters. What? Not really a starter person. Nothing at all? No, not apart from poppadoms. You, you do you do poppadoms? Poppadoms with mango right. chutney. Just with, with just mango chutney? Yeah. Oh, oh. So, hmm, oh, see, for me, all of the all of the chutneys, there's some, if if I'm at home, there'll be mango chutney, there'll be lime pickle, there'll be a, a, a kind of yoghurt and meat thing, a yoghurt and mint, not yoghurt and meat, <laughs> I don't, don't really like raita, because of the cucumberiness, but what I buy, you know those bottles, it's like, they're like big litre bottles of snide sauces that you can get from Morrison's, I think they're called Crucials, and they're like mm. a chilli sauce, a barbecue sauce, so they do a yoghurt and mint, one of those, that's that's belting on a poppadom. Um and when I go to the Indian restaurant I like to get some of those you know, you get the the little the onions, the chopped onions with the whatever they're in and all those bits and bobs. I very much enjoy poppadoms. How do you feel about poppadoms, Michael? Ah, uh, fucking adore poppadoms. Right, aren't they? Um I actually have them plain. Um I <laughs> well, I have them one of t- have them one of two ways, either plain or very interestingly, I had only seen this in one uh, Indian restaurant until but three weeks ago when I, I saw it in my second ever um, Indian restaurant, uh, and that is like sweetened desiccated coconut type thing. Um, so that's really nice. It's like. In the the first place I'd only seen it, it was like bright orange. But in this next place, it just had some sort of seasoning in. Uh, but it's, it's, it's basically just sweetened coconut. That's really nice. Um, but yeah, fucking adore poppadoms. Yeah. Mm. With Belton. What about other starters for you then, Michael? Um, it's It sits in... If we're talking actual starters, not side dishes, then there's there's two. There's There's two and there's never any others. Uh, and it, it should be stated that I don't often get a starter, but I, I do occasionally. It will be the meat samosa, uh, or it will be the actually sort of free, or the chicken tikka, or the mixed grill starter. <laughs> what's the what's the laughter all about? That's most of the good choice. No, they're like beginners. Yeah, they're like children's beginners Indian food. Oh, go on then. I I very much enjoy a puri. The the puri, it's like it's the kind of the the puffed up, the fried, um, deep fried chicken mince, right? Not necessarily. It doesn't need to be chicken. I like a prawn puri. I like a paneer puri. Um, but it's so it's a a puffed, it's a fried puffed up, kind of like a roti, I suppose, um, or chapati, like little bread based pastry kind of thing. 
with a delicious uh delicious filling in it i'm not really a fan of those i'm not a fan of a, a kind of tandoori a, a tandoori chicken or a chicken tikka or a, a mixed grill or the um which which what's which is it the seat kebab the one that my my father-in-law calls dog turd yeah, so, yeah. One that looks yeah. Like poo, yeah, yeah, that looks like poo. I do like, however, after after chastising you for your junior choices, I I do like an onion bhaji. Oh, come on, basic bitch. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, obviously, I like them as well, but I I take issue with the fact that you were criticising me and then drop that one. Onion bhajis can be immense. Like, mm. um, if you get them from, like, puffy, yes. But if you get them from, I've had from some from food festivals, kind of street food stalls that have been amazing, like re- oh. really crispy and just great, great. I even, I, I mean, I like a shit onion barge, you know, ones where, pardon me, where they're even a little bit doughy. I even quite like them. Yeah, mm. yeah. even the flat ones from supermarkets. Those yeah, weird flat ones. Right. I. Yeah. I keep, flat ones. I keep thinking yeah. that one of those as part of a stack burger would be fairly awesome. Oh my god. That yes. That would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so MJ is one hundred percent doing the 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 big buck. But oh um, don't do that though, eh? It's not the time. Yeah. Um, like, this is a recent thing. I think people get up to you, you, know, you can do an Australian accent, you can do an Irish accent, but until the cows come home, as soon as you do an Indian accent, but like, oh, you're being racist. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Oh, God. Oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't the accent that you were doing, it was just the fact that you can't do it properly. Um, what patty would you put on a, an onion bhaji burger? Would you do it with beef, or would you go chicken, or even a lamb patty? Pork. Oh, interesting. That's bold. Yeah, I think I, I think I'd go. I think I, I think it would work with beef or chicken actually. Yeah, or pork. I'm I, I'm gonna try. It. I'll do it. I'll do. It. I'll get a McDonald's and I'll put it in there. Oh, don't. And maybe a, some sort. Don't get a yeah. McDonald's. Maybe like a korma mayo or something. I, no, it's happening. I'm doing it. Right, McDonald's. Ridiculous. Right, let's get on to mains then. Rara, what? When once you've not bothered having a starter. What, what, are you, what are you going to have for your mains? While you've sat there starving while we all have our starters. probably com- Sean's eating his pineapple. Probably complaining because we're taking too long. What? I can't talk about Sean and his pineapple. It just makes me too mad. <laughs> I would either have a tikka, because I'm boring. What, a tikka masala? Yeah. Or yeah. a biryani. Right. Fan of that. Or a lamb... Sag, sag? With the spinach, yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Also, the. I don't know what it's called, but it's like the spinach dish with the cheese in it. Sag paneer. Sag paneer. Belting. Yeah. Belting. All over that. Love it. Love paneer. Mm. Yeah. Paneer's great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've only recently tried paneer, and it, yeah, surprisingly it. good. Mm. Oh, supposedly very easy to make, Michael. <laughs> like 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 super easy to make like takes a couple of days that's all yeah it's like curd right it's yeah. literally just cheese curd yeah mm. yeah make it mm. um what are you gonna have yeah, no, I mean... what are you gonna have with this with with this uh chicken tikka masala raw lamb sarg what are you having on the side well either mushroom rice Ooh. 
Oh. Or Kima night rice. Kima. Oh, there it is. Mm. Yeah. Kima rice. Wow. Mm. I've never, I've never delved into the, into rices with additions in the. Oh, Indian. Kima rice. You haven't lived. But is it not just mm. rice with a bit of mince in it? It would change a lot. The flavour that permeates throughout the whole rice. Mm, does it not get in the way of the curry? No. Compliments. Right. Anything else that you're going to have with it, Rara? Any any naan or anything of that well, ilk? If I have a mushroom rice, I'll have a keema naan. Right. This is, this is it. It's the balance, yeah. Yeah. Or a peshwari naan. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. All over that. Correct. Correct. And would you would you would you have a full rice and a full naan? I suppose you haven't had a starter, have you? You know you can. Yeah, no, I'm all over the naan and rice. You can double that up. How do you feel about chips? All about the carbs. How do you Sorry? feel? How do you feel about chips with a curry? I think chips should go with curry. Right, and um, but but would you order them? Yeah. So you're having rice, chips, and naan. I am all about that carb life. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't. I can't really criticise you for your lack of starters. If you're triple carbon on your main meal, you're showing some. Com- you're showing some commitment, and you should not be chastised for not having a starter. My, my, Michael, what are you having? Are you judge too soon. I, well, but I retract my judgment. You know, that's the thing about me. I judge easily, but I also easily easily retract. I'm like a, I'm like a, a, a automatic pen. Uh, Michael Jameson, while rare is triple carbon, what, what are you doing? <laughs> That's very commendable, Stuart. Thank you. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, some, I need to explain something that I've been toying with before I explain my choices, <laughs> which, will, which will frame the rant that I'm about to go into. Uh, there's a gaming channel uh, called... Uh, actually, I don't know what it's... The Jim Sterling, the Jimquisition and all that. And he sort of examines controversies in the gaming industry. And I, the more that I get angry about the food industry, the more I want to become the version of him for the food industry. So maybe that will happen at some point. Maybe I'll do like a, a show where I expose the fucking dickers. Like Cadbury just just phoning it in with the goo heads. They're just they're just wanting to release the cream eggs every fucking year. Every fucking seasonal event. Anyway, enough of that. So that frames the rant that I'm about to go on. So uh Passanda, chicken Passanda is where my heart lies. Um, I will absolutely settle for a korma, but it doesn't quite have the depth of flavour or the creaminess of no. the pasanda, although they're they're extremely fucking similar. But pasanda is where it's at. Uh, it's creamy almond curry, basically. Uh, sometimes it will be made with cashew, but um, I've come across two variations that I'm going to stick in the top. Uh, one I've only... And each of them I've only seen at one curry house. Uh, the first one was one from my teen years, uh, which was a, uh, and I've tried Googling in it, and it's it's vaguely similar, but I think this curry house did it a special way. It was a chicken badami. It was basically a korma with pistachio, with a, like a pistachio base, like amazing. Um, then the the curry house that's near me, the, my sort of joint favourite curry house, they do something called a chicken akbari, which is like bright orange. It's basically a pasanda but with cashew as well or mainly cashew base, absolutely incredible. 
Um, I should probably mention that Misty Ricardo, great YouTuber who makes curries, we collaborated on a video where I said make a curry with X ingredients, and he made it. And it was like a pista- it was literally like a full on pistachio curry. And that is when I made he like tweaked a re- he made a recipe, tweaked the recipe, and then did a video on it. And then when I recreated it, that recipe was fucking incredible and probably one of the best things i've ever cooked it was so good i did like he's the man's a genius um so i like my nut curries oh, i miss um, nuts <laughs> you miss nuts i can't have them because harry's got an allergy oh what, oh, a, what? oh get a grip man mm. ridiculous oh that's bad yeah that, how bad is his allergy it would kill him Mm, quite yeah, bad yeah it's, i mean it's nearly the worst there isn't has it? been times where i've well i've eaten something a curry with nuts in and i'm like sorry <laughs> as, <laughs> as he's lying on a hospital bed like massive <laughs> like violet beauregard puffed up in purple <laughs> uh, it's not it's not nothing it's not something to laugh at michael well um, no i'm not laughing it was it was Good. um it was nervousness. Right, what you um, have, what you having with these curries then, Michael? Uh, it's, it's all about the balance, isn't it? So whatever you have for the main will dictate what you have as a side. Um, yeah, generally because I do get the creamy curries almost exclusively, I will get kima rice. Kima rice is the best rice. Uh, however, I do not one hundred percent of the time get rice. I do, however, one hundred percent of the time <clears throat> get chips. Um, and some people will you you will this is the runny bit you will fucking find that people are ah you fucking idiot why are you having chips with your curry you fucking fiend have a rice have a have a pilau oh 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 do you like chips and curry sauce oh yeah I love chips why are you being so fucking hypocritical then Fucking idiots. Absolute idiots. I'm telling you, these are the same people who have chips and curry sauce. Oh, you don't have a problem with chips and curry sauce. But no, as soon as you put chips with curry, which fucking comes in sauce, <laughs> you fucking idiots. So fuming. But uh, no, chips works great with curry. A bit of salt on the chips. Do you triple carb? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll be getting I'll be getting a number. I'll be getting a number. Um, <clears throat> like I say, because I used to double sweet it so i used to get creamy curry and then peshwari naan but because um it doesn't go so great together i usually i usually get a keema naan however i am slowly transitioning into a fairly <laughs> consistent pe- uh, cheese naan yeah i'm getting on the on the cheese cheese naan height oh i'm gonna need to write that down what slowly transitioning into a fairly consistent cheese naan brilliant and that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is the podcast title. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah, cheese. Love a cheese, man. I like those sweet almondy coconutty curries, like, for example, the pasanda. But I, I, I like spicy food, so for me, they, they don't, they don't hit it. I was in an Indian restaurant in Huddersfield once. I wish I knew the name of it so I could name and shame them. Um, cause I asked the waiter, I said, what I really like is a passander, um, but I want it spicy. Uh, and he looked at me and he went, you mean a madras then? No. 
I don't mean a madras. Oh, I mean a passander. I mean a passander, but spiced up. Like, literally, if you make me a passander and put a load of fresh green chilies in it, I'd be happy with that, I suppose. But I'm sure the chef can do... Yeah, you mean a, you mean a madras then. And, like, it just... Re- like, what a patronising... Because I, I get that, like, that, that a lot of Indian restaurant staff are probably annoyed with drunk blokes going in going, give me the hot, give me the hottest curry that you do. And, like, just dickheads going in and being a pain in the butt. But I genuinely wasn't, you know. For once in my life, I wasn't being a pain in the backside. I, I knew what I wanted. I wanted a creamy curry, but I wanted it to have some spice. So, I, as a consequence, I just kind of avoid those those creamy curries, even though I, even though I quite like them. So, when I'm choosing a curry, I tend to go straight to... A like a, a, a restaurant specialities or a chef specialities page, and look for something that's if it's got you know if the curries go up to three chilies, I'll look for a for a two or a three. If they go up to four, I'll look for a three. I don't want the hottest thing on the menu, but I want something that's going to be nice and spicy. I've had a, a nice curry recently that was called a tal, t h double a l. That was nice, quite a dry, spicy curry. I like those dry. Ah. I like those drier curries, you know, with an abundance of peppers and onions and spices. Ideally, with with some kind of mixed meats. Uh, if a if a curry's got a lamb chop in it, at some point, I'm I'm always going to be impressed by that. Another thing I, that I like because I'm like a a terminal hipster. If there's a if there's a curry described as being a staff curry or the the type of curry that we would eat at home, I will choose that because you know I. I'm a knob. I go, oh wow, this is the kind yeah. of curry that a real Indian person would eat. So this is the this is the yeah. curry that I will eat. Uh, and there is a curry place near us that does a staff. They call it the staff curry, and it is nice. It's um, just a kind of generic, delicious curry. Um, I'm not a chips chips with curry man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a go at you for it. It's just not something I would ever ever order. Um, You're missing out. I, I, I mean. The thing is, I can conceivably, like, imagine what what chips with my curry is going to be. Have I had chips with curry sauce? Yes. Have I had chips? Yes. Have I had a curry? Yes. Can I make that mental leap and put the two together and imagine what it would be like? I don't think I'm going to be missing out massively. Um, I'm not. I'm not on this. I've never been on this addition thing. Rice with things added. I'll try it. I'm not sure I'll go full keema. Do it. I, I, well, the keema's a problem because the my wife's vegetarian mushroom rice would be a problem because um mushrooms are for um idiots and so i mean i don't know what else there is i mean i don't even get i don't even get pilau rice when i go to an indian restaurant i just get boiled rice i get plain rice um so judgmental on everyone else's curries (laughs) i just I, i think it's unnecessary the flavor is in the curry um, I don't need my rice to add anything mm-hmm. additional, he says, and then and then discloses that he also gets a Peshwari naan, which is the most flavoursome of all of the naans. Um, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but it, it, a very much half rice, half naan situation. I'll share a rice and a naan with my wife because we've had starters. Uh, I, I, you, I, <laughs> I struggle to eat a full curry, you know. Like I, ne- I never get to the end of it. What are you doing, Michael? <laughs> Taking my socks off. Brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Thought I was achieving it quite stealthily. Yeah. Um, I never get to the end of a curry without leaving a massive amount of uh, rice. Uh, 
un- curry sauce. I'll t- I'll try and soldier soldier on and eat all the meat, but I'll usually leave uh, an element of sauce behind. Often a touch of nan will be left. Um, I overfaced myself at the beginning. I'll eat too many poppadoms. Um, and this is why you don't get starters. Mm. Well, I mean, who's being judgmental now, Rara? <laughs> I'd like to move on to the next natural lead-on question, which is, do you have it in the morning? But I don't want to forget to say two things. First of all, have you ever heard of a Kalon? I don't. I'm not certain if it's pronounced that way. C e y l o n. Salon. Salon. Yeah, it's the. Well, I'm familiar with the country. Which is now called oh. Sri- now called Sri Lanka, but was known as Ceylon until about forty years ago. Yeah, or or Ceylon, as some people call it. <laughs> I suspect that's where this curry. Comes I imagine from. so. <laughs> uh, it's basically a hot korma. It's like coconut, but it's hot. Um, so maybe you should try that next time. Yeah, no, that's worth try. They do a lot of places um, now. Do a like a spicy tikka masala, don't they? Yeah, yeah, but. Well, mm. I now you might have heard this story from Mr. Clemens um, that I the, he he won't fucking drop it. Well, I was out for a curry with him and 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 the troops once, um, and I asked. I happened to ask the the, the Indian restaurant that we we're in. Uh, do you have like do you have pistachios? Do you, could you do anything like pistachio based? A pretty fucking normal question, and quite frankly, any self-respecting Indian restaurant would have you, you know. It may well just be they didn't have pistachios on the premises, and that's fine, whatever. But I asked if they could do that, and the response I got from them was like, no. And and, and Chris has never let me drop that. He thought I was an idiot for asking for that. But I think it's like your question of having a hot korma. Yeah. It's not a fucking difficult thing. That's not no. a difficult thing for... A, and you, I, I, would t- I would usually expect that the chefs would be happy to make something different... Uh, and and do that bespoke dish. Give them a bit of creativity in the kitchen instead of just hammering out the same things over and over. Yeah, take a bit of pride in your work. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. That's why if like I would never go back to that Indian restaurant um, because they're clearly not they're not proud of the food. They're just they're just sling, mm-hmm. slinging out curries for drunks. So yeah, um, that's not what I'm into. Not into. Go on. What was your question about curry for breakfast? Yeah. Never done it. Wow. Ne- never done it. Um, so just talking about, like, leftover. Obviously. I mean, I'm, mm. but obviously you're not talking about preparing it. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I would never have appropriate leftovers to do it. Like I say, I would always try and eat the meat um, uh, and not not leave any of that <laughs> behind. Not leave any of the sauce behind. Brilliant. Um, you're not Excellent. gonna you're not gonna want like a few scraps of rice and naan and a a bit of random doppiaza sauce warmed up. Oh, you you say that? I do. Just did. When you're hungover, it is good. Really? Mm. Oh, it's wonderful. I don't get hangovers. I don't drink so. <laughs> what? Mm, what? Yeah. Um, Do you get drunk? You get drunk, obviously, right? You get drunk. Me? No, nah, yeah. mate. No, nah, mate. Never heard of it. <laughs> okay. Never heard of it, mate. Um, I, no, I, 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 I get the warmed up. <laughs> my, um, my brother used to when he was a young man used to buy two kebabs on his uh, at the end of his night out 
one 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 to eat and one to just pop under his pillow for the morning after. Incredible. <laughs> Little present to your future self. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh fantastic. But um no. Pizza. Pizza warmed up for breakfast next morning. Yeah, but curry. Oh, cold. What? Yeah, cold pizza the next day. No, incorrect. In the pan, isn't it, Skillet Michael? Pizza. Yeah. yeah, it's in the pan. Is in the, the pan. In the pan. You got to make sure you don't burn it like I did this weekend. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need a lid for the. Uh, you do definitely uh, need a lid for the pan so that it heats up the top. But uh, yeah. that's a work in progress for me. Never heard of putting pizza in a pan. Yeah. Oh, it changed my life. Sort of. Not not very much, <laughs> but a little bit. Changed the way you reheated pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to do it in the microwave. Then someone oh. told me about the oven. Then I yeah. did it in the oven. And then I found out about this pan method. Fucking hell. Yeah. The pan method. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So we know what we like. Three three options. Dead straight oh, forward. I, Take so away... I should, I should say I love Saga Lou as well. Good. Thank you for, talk, thank you for talking <laughs> while you're interrupting them, Michael. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, right. Three options. Dead straight forward. Take away restaurant. Homemade. Shoot. Rarer. Oh, Takeaway. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. P- rank them. What What would come next? Probably supermarket and then homemade because I can't cook. Right. Yeah. Supermarket. I should have put that in there as an option, shouldn't I? Ready meal. Oh, did you not? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. It's, not, it's okay, though. You go off piste if you want. Yeah. So- Making up as I go along. Yeah, it's okay. It's not Nathan Peterson's not here. We can we can just disregard <laughs> the schedule. I'm not I'm not a schedule Nazi like Nathan. Michael, what are you saying? <laughs> Takeaway restaurant, supermarket ready meal, homemade. Oh. You do that. You you're a you're a curry champ though, aren't you? You do the BIR thing. So I imagine yeah. your homemade curries to us would be like a, a takeaway or a restaurant standard curry. Yeah, literally, like not blowing my own trumpet because. You haven't had the ribs removed to do that. <laughs> uh, you, you can't. You don't know. Um, <laughs> anyone who knows me well will know that I am quite arrogant, um, but that also I will. Uh, I'm quite, I'd like to think I'm quite a, quite a charming mixture of arrogant, but also massively self-defecating, uh, self-deprecating. <laughs> self, no, I think you got it right first time. Uh, yeah. self, self-deprecating. So. Um, I I am definitely still on my culinary journey. We moved out from home probably, uh, what, six years ago now, something like that. Um, So I've been learning to cook ever since then. And there's some things that I get right. Uh, I'm I'm excellent at burgers now. I'm I'm very comfortable with my chilli. But my... uh, I I still haven't nailed spaghetti bolognese, I don't think. But I'm I'm slowly cracking Italian cuisine. Um, But... Indian easily easily the most impressive food that I cook uh, and it is it's not my own recipes it is um, the the phenomenon that is BIR British Indian restaurant style cuisine it's incredibly easy to achieve at home uh, you just need to learn some of the some some like the basic techniques you need the base gravy you need to make the base gravy which is very very easy um, Misty Ricardo again I'll plug it again because his recipes are just phenomenal like to to make chicken tikka that is literally uh better than some restaurants that i've had um it's 
being able to do that at home is just so rewarding and it is amazing and it literally when you cook these dishes like literally this does taste like restaurant quality uh that being said you're still fucking cooking it yourself um and i'll pretty much always take i think i'm gonna go takeaway first restaurant second um and then homemade last and the reason it'd be in that order is because i think eating out um carries with it the automatic feeling that you should have of shame whereas if i get takeaway at home i won't feel shame for ordering <laughs> chips naan bread rice side main and poppadoms uh whereas I, I i probably wouldn't order that in a restaurant environment madness um so your bir curry recipes do you think someone like for example rara who professes to not be able to cook would be able to create a restaurant standard curry or does it need some does it need need your kind of uh learner level of, of expertise to be able to make it happen i think it, it needs very basic because you need to be you need to it may sound stupid but you need to be able to like operate a uh, like a frying pan um <laughs> there are but, <laughs> like, but, yeah fine then yeah probably fine i mean literally the steps are Put a load of stuff in a pan and boil it. Um, blend it. So ideally, you need a blender. Ideally, a hand blender. Um, then you can you basically freeze that. And then um, it's just the the tikka. Again, it's not particularly hard. You just marinate it for like three or three three. I marinate it for three days. You can marinate it anywhere from like one to I think five is the maximum you should do. Um, uh, and grill that up. Again, it's not like you oil. It's like semi-advanced techniques such as oiling the chicken uh, and then when you fl- before you flip it oiling it again like it's it's easy stuff um so it doesn't stick but and it stays moist blah 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 so it's knowing the reasons behind the steps that you're doing as well like one of the slightly more advanced step again not a difficult step but just something that isn't obvious is that you want when you're cooking the curry down you want it to catch around the outside of the pan and you don't want to be constantly moving it because when it chars and, and burns not not burns but chars and goes hard on the outside of the pan that's the complex flavors including the onion further caramelizing and enriching the whole curry and then you scoop it all in so you want to do that a few times um there's little things like that but it's, it's, it's not a hard process it's when you're actually putting the curry together it's pouring in a it's like cooking the first spices and whatnot honestly the hardest thing is actually getting some of the spices but with ebay and so many sort of indian supermarkets around these days like even Aylesbury has got an indian food market that's got these kind of things probably the hardest ingredient to find that is not uh that you can't get in tesco or whatever is methy leaves um and that is like just the flavor of methy leaves is just so you'll be like oh shit that's what that is um it smells smells really interesting but that's and you could just buy that from ebay uh in fact you could probably just buy methy leaves and that would improve any uh the one thing i will say though is that you, in my opinion, you cannot do a good korma, not BIR style. If you did coconut milk and korma paste, I think it'd be fucking shit. Because I tried it. I tried to make a good curry so many times before I discovered BIR. And I was so, so disappointed with all of them. Wow. Right. You, you have, you've got to give it a go then, Rara. 
You'll have to you have to oh, try one of try one of Michael's recipes and, and let us know how you get on. I'll I, film it. I tried to make a cake and film it and it went horrendously wrong, so Brilliant. I'll film myself making a curry. either you're gonna get a good curry or a good video out of it, so Amazing. Um, I, I would say, for me, my order of preference would be restaurant, takeaway, then homemade. But the inverse of that is the actual uh, frequency of, of how, how often I eat it. So I will have homemade far more frequently than I will have a takeaway, and I will have a takeaway more frequently than I have restaurant. Um, but I enjoy going to the Indian restaurant. I enjoy the, the social aspects of it and... Trying different things. If I go to an Indian restaurant, I'm probably going to try something different. Whereas if I get it at home, or it's in, a, or it's from a takeaway, I'm probably just going to end up having the same thing. And I like trying different curries. You know, I'm not, I'm not settled on the curry that I want. Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruitgram. Check it out. Right, spice level. Now, I, I think you two are both um, coming across as being like terminally unspicy people. What, what's what's going on? Like, how have we managed to have a, a podcast about Indian food with two thirds of the people who seem to not particularly like spice? What, what's going on? Why why don't you like spice, guys? Um, I, I never have. I'm not really a bit. I like I like the flavors. I just yeah, can't yeah. stand the after. Yeah. I don't want to sweat while I'm eating, and I don't <laughs> want to get cramps, and I just don't. I don't like my mouth feeling like it's on fire. So, but so if you're getting a tikka masala, like I mean, there's a big difference between sweating, cramping, mouth on fire. <laughs> Which you might get from like a super hot fall or or even a vindaloo or whatever, and a like a a nice tasty spicy jalfrezi or something like that, where it's got where you get that. I I, I don't choose the the ridiculously spicy, um, I, but I like a, a, a one of those the the spicier end of medium for me, um, because I want I think the spice is part of it. And uh, you've got all the other things with it that that help to balance it out. Um, I just, I think that, it, I, 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 I think I suppose with spice, once you start working your way up, you, you don't, you don't sense the spice in those mild dishes anymore. You know, like you can eat your tikka masala and it tastes and it have that spicy flavour to you, not the hot spice, but that spicy flavour to you. But once you start eating the the hotter curries, then you, you, I suppose you burn your taste buds off, don't you? And you don't pick up that more subtle spiciness. Um, I I do have to say I do I do like the medium curries. Um, quite love. In fact, really, the only curry that I have as lamb will be Rogan Josh. Really, yeah. le- a, a really nice because that. It's not always the best, but if you get it from a good place, it will have a really distinct savoury flavour, which is really nice. And actually, that goes well mixing it with a creamier curry. Um, and uh, probably, actually, probably my favourite one that I do at home is probably Jalfrezi. 
um, which is obviously a medium-ish one. Um, just because you could, you can absolutely nail the takeaway flavour of Joffrey, like absolutely one hundred percent. But something else we've not touched upon is a buffet. Love an Indian buffet because then it, it to justify spending what in the Ellsbury realm is about seven pounds, seven to eight pounds a curry. You can't really justify ordering two. Whereas obviously, if you're a buffet, you're going to smash a couple. Mm. Um, so I. I love a buffet for that reason. I do mix my hot or my medium rather with my with my creamy with my. I do that at a buffet. Yeah, correct. Oh, oh, an Indian buffet. Is this a thing? Yeah. What? I don't. I don't know this. I've never wow. come across it. I've come across. I've come across the Chinese buffet. I've come across these kind of. Oh no, never been to. One of these global, like the Red Hot Buffet or whatever, where they do different cuisines from <laughs> yeah. all over the world, but never come across the Indian Buffet. Missing out. Yeah, mm. Indian. They are rare. You're right, but um, oh, <laughs> um, but um, they are fucking phenomenal. I have to have to throw a shout out to my boy Jimmy now. Um, I used to call it Jimmy Savills for because for humorous purposes. Um, but. Jim- <laughs> There's a theme. There's a theme to this week's podcast, isn't there? There is, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, Jimmy Savills. It was. A, it's. A, it is actually a chain, and there is actually one at the O2 in London. Um, but the one that I frequented was in Luton. We used to go uh, when we when we went to the casino in Luton. We'd go. We'd park up, go to Jimmy's. Then we'd go to, probably to the arcade for a little bit and then go off to the casino. Uh, with Jimmy's, they are one of these sort of world uh, buffet cuisines, but they had, um, whilst they did have the buffet section as well, they also had a fresh cook section as well, which was a long bar operated by several staff. So you had like a noodle bar where they would make the noodles live really good. Um, what was the other one? Uh, I can't remember. So they had a couple, like a dosa station. But they also had a fresh naan station. So they've literally got all these little dobles lined up. You say which one you want. And so I would always get Peshwari because it was so fucking good. They'd hammer out the dough, put their lovely cherry. In this particular form, it was a cherry almond paste. Cherry almond paste in the middle. And then they'd grill it up right on the tandoori oven right in front of you. And then a minute later, they'd get it out and be like, boom. And it would be steaming hot. They spread it with melted butter. Oh my god, fucking god, it's so good. But the one in Luton closed, so yeah, dead thing. It's, you mentioned their doses. We haven't really talked about um, these kind of things tonight. This, but the the Indian street food, the the, the stuff that you you're getting available now, um, it like bears so little resemblance resemblance to traditional british indian cuisine but it's so good i mean mm. i don't i mean i literally i haven't even thought about that while i've been planning tonight's podcast because to me it feels like a completely different cuisine um i agree the i mean there's a lot of vegetarian a lot of vegan stuff um but some of the most delicious food i've eaten over the last couple of years has been indian street food kind of kind of stuff dosa um vada pav spiced potato stuff um those and delicious tamarind chickpeas and uh stuff that you you just don't necessarily associate with traditional indian food but it's beautiful um yeah should probably have thought about that while i was planning the podcast shouldn't i yeah never mind <laughs> never mind 
Um, right. Indian street food, uh, street food episode. Indian street food episode, yeah. N- another episode coming up. Right, one final thing to think about. When you're at the Indian restaurant or you're eating your takeaway or eating your homemade curry, um, what is the best drink to go with an Indian meal? Rara. Kingfisher beer. Oh. Okay. Um... <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. Beer, beer, um, prude. Go on. Do you know what? No, Kingfish is better than Cobra. Um, it's acceptable. Yeah, good. You know, I quite I enjoy. I, I like a, I like a Kingfisher with my curry in an Indian restaurant. Um, so, what is the style of Indian beers? What is the style of Indian beers? Most, yeah, most, what, most what? beers that we get over here that are Indian are just a, a very pale light lagers. Um, Cobra's quite malty. Kingfish is a little bit cleaner. Um, I don't know an awful lot about Indian beer, to be honest. I mean, obviously, my choice is beer. Um, I wouldn't necessarily choose a... Um, I wouldn't choose a Kingfisher if I was eating it at home. Uh, but similarly, I wouldn't want to choose a expensive, flavoursome beer. I would want just a, a, a fairly bog-standard, you know, something like a... Um, Something like a Brewdog Punk IPA or something, where it's just it's pretty straightforward, but not. I, I'm not going to be destroying the the flavours of a, a really expensive craft beer. But no, yeah, Kingfisher. What about have you, Lassie? Have you ever done Lassie with a curry? No, no. I hadn't until what's recently. It's like a it's like a yogurt drink. So oh, get, I was going to say that's not the yogurt drink, is it? Yeah, you get like a, you get like sweetened lassi and you get mango lassi. I had it last Christmas on a on a works Christmas meal. We went to a curry place and we got um we got jugs of lassi at the table, and it's belting, you know. It's really good. Really? Like, yeah, it's really good. Wow, that's fascinating. Really good. Oh, maybe and, I'll have to try that. Then. And like takes away the um, take takes away the spice as well. It's like a it's a, it's the perfect drink really to be having with you with your curry. A nice, um, cooling, slightly sweet. I've seen it, but I've never tried it. I, I, I had just never ordered it because, why would you when there's beer? Um, mm. But yeah, it's good. I implore anyone to try it. Try Lassie. It's, it's nice. What, what, what would you get then, Michael? Because wow. you're not a. I mean, until tonight, you were not a beer lad. <laughs> yeah, uh, with so this this probably goes for most of the meals i eat actually generally speaking i prefer to have water with it mm. um i prefer to just cleanse my palate and enjoy the flavors of the meal and not uh, over distort it um that goes out the window a little bit with things like burgers and whatnot and sort of more american things or uh, maybe have a soda definitely if i'm if i'm out actually even when i'm out i order water to be honest but i do i like having about there's quite an on- ongoing uh Oh, I don't think I'd go as far as to say it's an ongoing frustration that Claire has with me, uh, uh, but an ongoing complaint, perhaps, um, that she will always order a Coke and I will, will tend to have uh, probably three to four very, very small sips throughout the meal, just as a very sharp and, 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 and curt sort of just little bolt. But uh, yeah, generally speaking, water. Certainly with a, with a curry, it'll be water. Wow. Well, right, final, final, final question before we get on to uh, playing a game. Dessert, 
Is it even a thing? With Indian food, is dessert even a thing? I mean, do, do we Indian restaurants eat like when we did Chinese? You're like, oh, there's the pana- there's the the banana pull fritter, which is a combination between <laughs> a pineapple and a banana. Um, there's a banana fritter and that kind of thing. But there, I can't even think of anything in terms of yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure I've been to Indian restaurants where they've had like bought in ice cream products. The little, little penguin. Yeah, that kind of guy. They do a lot of banana fritters, don't they? In Indian restaurants. Yeah, they're bang on that. Oh, see, I've never. I'm not sure I've ever seen it. I can't even think. Like, I wish I had an Indian restaurant menu in front of me. Or a com- or a com- or a computer with access to the internet. Um, I'm sh- but I can't. It even- begins and ends coffee. Coffee. I mean, which is basically ice cream, isn't it? Yeah. So generally, I think it's cardamom spiced ice cream, and they usually come in. Uh, certainly, pistachio and mango are the main flavors. Um, I love pistachio coffee. Um, I think it's. <sighs> I hope I'm not offending anyone to say it's a little bit of a childish thing to have. I haven't had it in, in years, certainly at an Indian restaurant. I have on several occasions bought it from the supermarket and had like a tub of coffee. But even that I haven't done in a couple of years, to be honest. I know it's they like old. rice pudding and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. I, In terms of dessert, I've not bought Indian sweets. Have you, have you ever had much... Um, had much to do with Indian sweets. I've I've been lucky over the years, having very uh, you know various students from India and have and have been brought in Indian sweets. And there's a particular Indian sweet called Soan Papdi, um, which is just amazing. It's like a really. It's like a very strange, flaky, almost you know um, you know Butterfinger. Has got that weird flaky texture, but then it gets stuck to your teeth. Imagine, yeah. imagine the flakiness of Butterfinger, but without the sticking to your teeth, like it just dissolves in your mouth. You bite into it, and it's got that kind of fla- that that Butterfinger <coughs> texture, but then it just dissolves, goes to nothing. It's insane. It's called so unpapdy. Um, I need this in my life. Well, I, 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 yeah, that sounds amazing. I keep going to. I've got a couple of places near me. I mean, obviously, I live in Manchester, and in Manchester, we've got a place called Rush Home, which um, has the Curry Mile, which is essentially a mile two sides of the road, which is Indian takeaways, Indian well, probably Bangladeshi takeaways, as we've already learned tonight, um, and businesses and sweet shops. We've also got other places that sell Indian sweets on within you know a three or four mile drive of my house um and i just never buy them i like because so many of them are just you you just don't know what they are they're just so exotic but when i've had them um yeah i mean in particular these saw papdi just insane that would be my looks looks amazing i'm on wikipedia if you actually look at the photo on wikipedia it looks like there's a bit of fluff on on the stock it looks like there's a bit of fluff stuck to it. Yeah, have a look at the main photo on Wikipedia. I'm looking, there's a I'm... bit of black fluff to the left of the leftmost cube. A bit of black fluff to the left. Of... I mean, I'm not sure whether that's traditional. I'm not sure that every <laughs> every plate of so on Papdi has to have a bit of black fluff to the left of the leftmost cube. But you can see the te- maybe it's a Diwali thing. Can you see that the delicious. can you see the texture that I'm talking about there? Um, oh, you've absolutely nailed the description. It's, yeah, it's 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 belting stuff. Um, so where in 
Indian food might not necessarily be famous for its its breadth of desserts, but the the Indian sweets are a, a world where I certainly should should delve further into. Do you know what I'll do? Right, the next time I'm at a place that's got a, an Indian sweets counter, um, I'll buy a little uh, a little mix box and I'll do I'll do a little video for the channel. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll explore we'll explore the world of Indian sweets together, Michael. You, me, the, su- the subscribers, you know, the twenty thousand subscribers, tw- twenty thousand and two yeah. of us, all all watching me eat sweets. That'd be nice. I'd love that. It'd be beautiful, won't it? It'd be a beautiful moment, very intimate. Right, I think that's. I think we've pretty much covered Indian food, haven't we? Unless we've got anything that we want to add. I don't think so. No. Wicked. I'm right. Good. Brilliant. Rara. Yes. It's time to play a game. It's time to play a game. Let's play a game. It's called Sweeter or Severy. We'll pull the name of a food stuff out of a hat. And tell us what you think about that. Or will the next food stuff be sweeter or savory? Will it be sugary or covered in salt? It's just no way to know. Right, Rara, we rebooted the game uh, two weeks ago, and the current high score is three, so you've got a very, very good chance to go to the top of the leaderboard. Oh, I wish I'd done my research and found out what Harry got on this game. One. It's not possible to get one. The lowest... The lowest... The lowest score possible is two because of the because of the machinations of the game. But yeah, okay, two to beat then. Right here we go, <laughs> two to beat Harry, three to go top of the leaderboard. Right, the first product out of the Northern Flat Cap is here we go. It is a very straightforward and very simple margarita pizza, and this is the third time it's been out. Will the next food stuff be sweeter or savourier? Sweeter. I'm going to go sweeter. Sweeter than a margarita pizza. Here we go. The next food stuff is... What we got? It's the Oreo McFlurry. Also the third oh. time it's been out of that. And, and absolutely a sweeter product than the margarita pizza. The good news, Rara, is that you're getting a third product, which means that you can't do any worse than three. Yeah. In your face, Harry Lay. Will the next product <laughs> be sweeter... Or Savorier than an Oreo McFlurry. Let's go savourier. Savourier than an Oreo McFlurry. Here we go. It is. It's the first time out of the hat, and this is going to cause problems. It's a polo. Oh, fuck. I. But is it as sweet as ice cream? I don't know. I don't know. An Oreo McFlurry has ice cream, which is sweet and delicious. It also has an Oreo, and the cream from an Oreo is very sweet. Mm. Yeah, the biscuit in an Oreo is less so. It's a, as Michael would describe it, a deep, rich cocoa flavour. A a polo is is essentially a ring of sugar. But with a minty yeah. element, and yeah. mint, mint by definition is not sweet. It's a very <laughs> we fucking go. Mint, <laughs> mint is not sweet, Michael. Mint isn't sweet. Yeah, all right. Fuck mint, off. Mint, mint's just a kind of 
It's a flavour. It doesn't have a sweetness or a savouriness. A bit like menthol, Michael. Um, mm, I, I don't know. know. Michael, you can, oh, he's hammered. He's nearly finished his beer. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to... Well, like... also have... Oh, they've got starch. Oh, they've got sugar in them, haven't they? Yeah, I'd still say, explain my working. I'd still say they were more savourier than an Oreo. You, McFlurry. You are arguing that the Polo is savourier than the Oreo mm-hmm. McFlurry. I'm, I can't adjudicate Michael Jameson so the the base of an Oreo McFlurry is the uh, it's probably milk it's probably fair to say uh, I would say that milk is predominantly not sweet it probably is Creamy. sweeter than it is savoury I would say yeah, yeah it's got a creaminess hasn't it, it, it? Uh, but it's yeah it's quite new nu- it's quite neutral yeah, quite um, neutral so the no, I'm not saying that an Oreo McFlurry isn't incredibly sweet because, of course, everything that they add to it, it makes it sweeter. Correct. But is it is it sweeter than a Polo? A Polo is incredibly sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but is a Polo a sweet? Would you class it as a sweet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you, so. li- you literally would. Yeah. 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 It's the mint with the hole in it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it yeah, is. I think it's. It is a sweet. Yeah, but no one picks it. You don't go to a sweet shop and pick polos. Why did they still exist then? <laughs> Someone must buy polos. Yeah. Someone's getting them, isn't they? But I mean, are, is a polo a more grown up sweet? You know? And as you age, do your taste buds mature? Do you, do you lean less towards a very sweet product and more perhaps towards a. <laughs> savoury products. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean we, I buy it would. The horses. They like polos. Mm. The horse defence has never that... been used before. That's you know def- that's def- the horse defence has never been used before. <laughs> well, I buy them for horses, so it must be right. Chewbacca is a Wookiee, so you must acquit. <laughs> oh fuck. Polo was a popular product in my high school because it was in the vending machine. So people just people used to buy fucking polos to the cows came home. What about <laughs> the horses? The and they drink the milk. Yeah. Uh, Michael, make a decision. So we can yeah, have a polo d- sweeter. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, Rara. Sorry, Rara. I would have let you have it, but you know, Michael's a bastard, isn't he? And he's drunk. So I feel like this is a Twitter poll coming on. <laughs> it's a tw- Twitter poll. It's a Twitter poll. It's it's twenty seven Instagram stories. It's six months of him fighting and falling out. That's what it is because we've been here before, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Twitter polo. Yeah, Oreo McFlurry or polo is the new airwaves. Airwaves on Maryland. There we go. Right. Well, three sweeter or savourier. Good news is you joint top of the le- leaderboard. Even better news is. You've beaten Harry. Hooray! Not for the first time tonight, Rara has beaten Harry. This time in a game previously with a big stick. Right, let's move on. Michael Jameson, sock med. Beer, done. <laughs> Knocked your microphone over. Took me an hour and a half to drink 330 millilitres. In the time that Michael has drank one beer, I have drank three. Amazing. <laughs> wow. So, did you say social media questions? Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. So, right, we'll try and rattle through them. I think we've got quite a few this week, um, or whatever this period of time is. Uh, Leon Tricker, how do you eat yours? My wife and me always have poppadoms, onion salad, and chutneys first, while everything else is kept warm in the oven. Correct. Everything at once for me. No, I do it do it like that. Yeah, poppadoms first. No, all at once. No. 
Yeah, correct. Sa- savages. Mix and match. Yep. He also says, do you have leftovers? We always seem to over-order Indian takeaway and every so often have a right old mixed meal with bits and pieces from the freezer. As mentioned earlier, I have it for breakfast. Boom. I don't. I'm not freezing my takeaways. That's <laughs> odd. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that. To be fair. Frozen a takeaway. I don't think that's a thing. Is <laughs> in one house apparently. Yeah. So uh, I favorite... imagine. So is salmonella poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> he also says favorite pickle or chutney. If you haven't tried it, then Patak's brinjal. Oh yeah, uh, aubergine. Pickle yeah. is spicy, sweet, unctuous heaven. Love aubergine pickle, but I'd have to go lime pickle. Tangy, delicious. Where are you? You on the pickle flex? I'm not on the pickle flex. Nah, me either. Uh, vinegar ting in it. Losers. Uh, some dude called Nate Peterson. Idiot. Does anyone love the hot hand towels as much as me? Apparently, <laughs> fucking not. That sounds really perverted. Because uh, I love them a lot. The texture is awful, but they taste amazing. <laughs> I imagine it's, it's worth mentioning that the reason that Peterson's not here tonight is that he's actually at an Indian restaurant, isn't he? Incredible. Oh yeah, didn't he say there was a bonus point for whoever guesses what he orders? I don't know. Did he? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did. it might be in the thing that I'm about to read out. He also told us that he was going to uh, tip £40 to make up for the fact that he has failed to tip at this restaurant for a while and I don't don't think you've checked your phone have you Michael because we have we have photographic evidence that Nathan oh Peterson has indeed tipped 40 quid for his Indian meal tonight if he hasn't filmed it honestly oh my god he sh- seriously he needed to film that because that would have gone completely viral what a oh, the actual bill was, the bill was thirty-seven pounds. So he's tipped more than <laughs> the more bill. Than the meal. That is a baller That's... move, that isn't it? That is an absolute yeah. baller move. Although, in theory, I could put forty pounds on a table next to a bill, uh, take a photo, <laughs> and then pick 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 it up. And oh, I mean, or oh, the forty could just be. He could be leaving a £3 tip. He could have rounded yeah, up to less... £2.5 He's rounded up to less than 10%. No one will ever know. It's not heroic at all. No. No one will ever know. He didn't even film it, so... Scumbag. <laughs> what a prick. Mm. Uh, chicken versus lamb versus king prawn. Which do you tend to pick? Chicken. Lamb. lamb. Chicken, then lamb. Not, not about Fair. the prawns. Yeah. Not worth the surcharge, is it? No. Nah, mate. Uh, how do we feel about the dry dishes such as tandoori chicken or lamb chops? Uh, fairly strongly, quite like them. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Um, desserts. Some places sell lemon and orange sorbets, which are frozen in the peel. They'd be delicious. Yes, Stuart, I know it's not a question. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? That is from Nate. Still, this is, is it. All oh, right. Oh, what, what's he um, doing? Like, talk, yeah, this is—he's such a weird man. Why is he doing this? He's odd, isn't he? Strange. That I'm not. I'm, this not, is a bit I'm not coming on the podcast except for I am all over it. So, he's <laughs> yeah, about fifteen comments from me. Uh, I'm at an Indian restaurant as you record. Anyone who guesses the dishes I order 
will get a bonus quivia point for each correct dish slash side slash drink. Oh. <laughs> He's put the receipt in. <laughs> What an idiot. Right. <laughs> no, it's just says it's just got his card details on there. Nothing <laughs> oh, interesting. It has as well. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say Coca Cola, um uh pilau rice and chicken tikka masala. I'm gonna say onion barges. Lamboon <laughs> and Peshwari Nan. I don't know what he eats. <laughs> I, he, I think he had a, I think he had a mango. Uh, he had an Alfonso mango curry when I was out of him with him once, but it's quite rare that one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to say he has a korma with pilau rice. Well, drink. Drink. Uh, Coke. Nice. Right. Uh, right. Bryn Harding 90. I'm pretty samey when it comes to Indian. I never really veer from what I know, which is lamb, madras, mushroom, rice, sagalu, and chapatis. Question is, do you tend to order the same things or do you try different dishes when you order? Try different dishes in restaurants. I tend to go for the same thing. Yeah, I try to mix it up a little bit, especially with the channel. I've tried reviewing some of the more unusual dishes, like I did the banana one, the pineapple one recently. But it's pretty much always the same, to be fair. How long did it take you to eat the pineapple one? (laughs) (laughs) About 45 minutes. Uh, References. Okay, Uh, carry on. uh, At Quince 15, not a question, but chicken boomer, lamb boomer, prawn boomer, mushroom rice, bag of chips, keema naan and nine poppadoms. Please tell me you get this. Is that a Gavin and Stacey reference, I think? I don't know. Like, people are referencing the fact now that they're posting comments that aren't questions. Like, they understand the inappropriateness of doing it, but they are still <laughs> doing it. What? It's, uh, it's a level of um, sort of sort of uh, rebelism, isn't it? Rebelism, yeah. That's that well-known <laughs> word, rebelism. Yeah. Because <laughs> in Star Wars, I mean, you've got the Empire and you've got the rebelism. <laughs> This is all just a defence rebelism. Uh, not another team movie reference there. Uh, Luke C99. I mean, well, have you so, ever no, no, sorry, sorry. Who references not another team movie? <laughs> Wait, fucking legendary people. Legendary people who watch not another team movie before they watch The Breakfast Club and then say to The Breakfast Club, oh, look, you've done a good job at parodying, parodying not another team movie. Brilliant. Do you know what? Legitimately, though, I really like not another team movie. It's one of my favourite spoofs. It, it's it, considering the um, the series of films it comes from. It's actually uh, actually funny. Watchable. What? Brilliant! It's one of my favourite comedies. I, mean, I won't go so far as to say it's one of my favourite comedies, but cast is excellent. Come at mm. me, bro. Um, Luke C ninety nine. Have you ever witnessed desserts on a menu? I mean, that's truly covered it, haven't we? So. Yeah. Uh, Mr. J.S. Carter, or M.R. J.S. Carter, uh, best antidote to a burning mouth or ring of fire? Mm. Where is that the reply to that one? Always the ice cream. Yeah. Um, He said always the ice cream. Is that for the ring of fire or... (laughs) (laughs) Both, why not? sit in the tub. (laughs) I'd go chocolate, I think. In more beer... Really? Yeah. Alcohol intensifies the burn. Yeah. 
Oh, it also in- it. it also inten- intensifies the apathy as well. <laughs> AJ Rogers ninety two. If you have or sorry, if you have or were to have a lad's name, lads, lads, oh the lads, oh the lads, would you order something hotter than you usually go for just to seem hard? Don't worry, Michael. There's nothing wrong with ordering a corn Well, it's Cassandra actually, so it's made you look. Uh, I don't know. There's no, for me, there's no requirement to make to make myself appear to be harder than I am because I'm proper hard anyway. So, <laughs> and everyone knows that. Yeah, bravado is not an affliction that I suffer from, to be no. honest. No, no, I'm I'm past that. Perhaps if I was younger, I might have done. I might have, I might have stepped up a stepped up one chili on the on the rating scale, but I'm. I'm a bit past <laughs> trying to impress people now. Like that's that ship sailed years ago. They've also said biryani, yay or nay? Rara, you said you like a biryani. Mm. Tikka biryani. My wife, yeah, that's it. It's got to be the tikka. Mm. Uh, my wife's uh, pretty much. Uh, my wife will get biryani fucking 100 percent of the time. Nope. Uh, Olish Plinski, whose name I can never pronounce. Sup, fracketeers. I'll keep my sock med question brief this week, as other commenters have been posting essays looking at you, Peterson. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> have you guys ever had oh, comfort? Plinsky's the MVP this week. <laughs> oh, this gets better. Have you guys ever had discomfort in evacuating your bowels after a particularly spicy meal? Keep killing it, Stuart, mate. Hope the wrestling thing is coming together. Cheers, Mum. Wow. Thank what you. Great comment. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I suffer trauma daily. In, in that, when once you get to my age, there's very little, <laughs> very little consistency. Like from day to day, you know, anything, anything can knock it sideways. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, spicy, spicy food does have a tremendous effect on the, on the anus. Yes. <laughs> I've only suffered from one thing, re- like really badly, <laughs> and that was when I did a a, a, a reasonable number of uh, KFC hot wings. That was very dangerous. What was the was reasonable very, number? Uh, something like five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you left it up. No, they're not. They're not. But it, it, it fucking killed my internal organs. And <laughs> Sort of external. <laughs> Good. You're, you're a dog. Absolute no. no. Isn't it? Rare, you ever had any issues down there? <laughs> I don't tend to eat spicy food, so I'm okay. But if I do tend to go spicy, then I am suffering. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Anal evacuation, Stick- great name for a death metal band. <laughs> What would their debut album be called? <laughs> answers, answers in the answers in the comments down below, please. The, the, the debut well, we album. We know what the, the second album would be called. Number two. Brilliant. Ah. <laughs> oh, good. Stevie Rollo, have you ever witnessed a Captain Crumble Pants getting an omelette or scampi as their meal? <laughs> Captain Crumble Pants. <laughs> That's the second oh, have you, you, that's the second have you ever witnessed that we've had tonight as well, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Have I've you ever witnessed hashtag as well? 
He's put hashtag Nate doesn't tip. (laughs) (laughs) Peterson, you scumbag. Um, No, I haven't. But it's a thing, isn't it? You get it on the you get it on the Indian menus, the omelets and the scampies and the the this that and the other. No, I've never been with one of those people. I wouldn't. TV just went off. That's scary. Those people even exist. I believe so. Yeah, Captain Crumble Pants on our Just Eat app, where we can look at the takeaway at the Indian takeaway near us. They do chicken nuggets and sausages. Nice, very Indian, very traditional. <laughs> Very traditional, I believe, yeah. You're listening to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes, if you dare. I don't like the new lighting design, Michael. Yeah, sorry, well, look, the TV's just gone off, and it's it's definitely the power-saving function on the TV, but because I have been watching The Haunting of Hill House this week, uh, I didn't like the complete dark. <laughs> is that good? Fantasy. Is it good? Is it actually scary? Because I don't deal well with actually scary. It's fairly scary, but it's more about how high quality the show is. Yeah. In episode six, there are two 20-minute takes. Right. It is one of the most technically impressive things I've ever seen on a TV show. If, you, if you're impressed by failing to turn a camera off for 20 minutes, that's impressive, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Is it... Right. Uh, if, no, do, I, do I have your guarantee that if I were to watch it, I would not have a nightmare? Absolutely not. I'm, I am like... Imagine how you are with spicy food and curries... That's me with scary TV programs and scary. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't do. I don't do horror, and it's bizarre because I'm a man who like massively embraces a spooky aesthetic. Like, mm. I've got tattoos of skulls. I love yeah. all the whole. I love Halloween. I love spooky, but what I don't like is fearing for my life. I think <laughs> it's not. I, I think I probably would like it. It's just that I'm so massively neurotic that my my brain just goes off into ridiculous places and it's uncontrollable and it takes me away to a place where i'm like oh what if this happens well what if this happens what if this oh this is definitely i'm definitely going to get stabbed yeah yeah i'm so you uh, overthink oh very much so i'm You're very basically a woman you overthink I'm, I'm very much if you ever listen to any of the music that i create it's very clear that what i do is overthink i have i have far too many thoughts and it manifests itself into 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 um strange things yes but yeah i'm i'm, a, I'm one of life's thinkers rarer you've actually you've recently you've increased your creative output on youtube you've actually done quite a few original songs recently i have yeah i'm, I'm loving it Keep it going, yeah. man. I'm lo- loving seeing yeah. it. It's good, Most it? recently, you uploaded one today about uh, the cookie mill, didn't you? I did upload a song about the cookie mill today, yeah. Very pleased with it. Yeah, it's called uh, Man with the Cookie Plan, a.k.a. The, go- <laughs> the God of Cookies. Yes. I it's... suspect if they people search for that, they'll probably find it on YouTube, but otherwise they can search for what? Energon? Uh, Energon. No, if you search for Man with the Cookie Plan, you will definitely find it. Yeah, probably a better <laughs> chance of finding your channel that way. Yeah. You don't want to end up on some... Uh, Transformers, Transformers channel. Yeah, I really should change my YouTube name back to something Maybe, yeah. findable rather than something that was in response to a Food Review UK yeah. troll the comment. The first video that comes up. It's if a you, protest. What, if it? you search for Man with the Cookie Plum? Yeah, first one. Oh, yeah, there's Rich's, there Rich's face on Jesus' body. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's, um, that's how I spend my days. Any more sort my questions, Michael? Um, do, 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 do. Where's my question? Just get into it, I think. You better do. Oh, Shelby, Shelby X. I think this. Is Shel- I think this is Shelby McKenzie actually. Bombay Alu or Alu Sarg? Alu Sarg. Yeah. Sarg. Although I, I like them both. Spinach makes most things better. Like Popeye, for example. Yeah, that's true. Only one right answer, obviously. Also, how many poppadoms is too much? And approximately, how amazing is the combo of poppadoms and mint sauce? We sort of covered that that's earlier, good. but I would say in terms of number of poppadoms, um, again, one of my shame, this comes down to the shame of eating in a restaurant thing. It's 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 not really acceptable to order, usually not really acceptable to order more than one at a restaurant, but I've had to. It's not enough. If I'm at home, I want... I want. If I'm, I'm at home, I'll probably have two, but we'll probably order three each. Talk about talk, talk to me about radius, Michael. What what we're saying? Or circumference or diameter? Choose choose a dimension. So restaurant poppadoms, we're talking about uh, what an eight inch diameter. Slot, yeah, probably. <laughs> if the but if the if the listeners could see us on now, we're all. We're all me- know, me- measuring out, measuring it's out. It's easier arms. for me to visualise eight inches with this way. So Brilliant. if I get that, and then Brilliant. No, obviously not. Right, so because that's because it's eight times one. But a home, a home poppadom. If you if you buy the home poppadoms, we're talking about yeah. So minuscule for, for those. I will oh, well, pack I, of eight for Claire and I. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we get, I think, uh, uh, some of them, I think you get, do you get 10 in some of them, or 8 in some of them? Easily. I think 8's standard. Yeah. Uh, it, we will tend to have um, 8 between the three of us, and I'm generally unsatisfied with my 3. Um, in answer to the question, how many poppadoms is too many? In a restaurant, restaurant-sized poppadoms, 4 poppadoms is too many. 3 mm. is ideal. That's, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. correct answer. Yeah, I agree yeah. also. Yeah. And the last question is also from Shelby. Uh, favourite naan bread? We've sort of covered it, but yeah. Peshwari probably is my favourite, mm, um, as long best. as it's not got sultanas. Um, but also love keema, and as I say, I'm slowly transitioning onto a more consistent cheese naan. Slow, you, no, you're slowly transitioning into, in, into a fairly consistent cheese naan, yes. So, apologise yes. for my ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, you're transitioning into it, not onto it, which is very, very key to the quote. Yeah. Trans, tr- tr- trans rights matter, mate. <laughs> trans fats matter. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right, is that the end of sock, mad? That's it. But you still haven't got to my question. I was. Where did you put yours? Twitter. Put it on Facebook. I put it on Twitter. I'll say it again. Twitter. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! I'm obs- oh, yeah, I was in the. I was in the. I'm very much obsessed with Twitter at the moment. I'm loving Twitter. I was, was in the phrase of getting onto Twitter. When what's the date? Yeah, I post it. Yes, Where is it? Here we yeah. go. Right, I yeah. got you. I got you back. I got you back. Oh, that's the wrong one. It's embarrassing. Probably this is this. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably edit this bit out. Yeah. Yeah. How come Rara Bear gets tagged in the tweet? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Bloody favouritism, that's what it is. Uh it's probably is your your name's the same on Instagram, right? That's probably the only reason. Nope. Huh? Nope. Ha? Nope. Ha? Instagram and Twitter. I think my in- comment kind of uh 
summed it up though. Yeah, hashtag favoritism. Hashtag favorite. Yeah. Hashtag favorite. Yeah. Wait. No, I, I just clicked the tick button on uh, Instagram to share on uh, Twitter as well. Right. So, oh, so Rara's name is the same on Instagram as it is on Twitter. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, my yeah. Right. Rara bears everything for me. So it's my fault for having for being imaginative and having different names on different forms of social media. So it's my fault. So how are people supposed to find you? Like, the best things in life... No, hang on. The best things in life are free. Where am I going with this? You've got you've got to fight for your right... I've got that glass, but smaller. <laughs> um, you've got to fight for your right to party. Oh, wow. Um, there's a saying. What's the saying? If it's If something's worth having, it's worth... If something's worth doing doing it's worth doing properly yeah there's a saying there is a well-known saying that definitely directly relates to me having different handles on instagram and twitter there's definitely a saying (laughs) this is the point in the podcast where just things get odd michael jameson starts just behaving oddly i start talking are you drunk uh no i'm not actually it's not actually done it i finished the whole beer and it's not uh, I guess I'm on the way to tipsy, but I'm, I'm not actually feeling it, so I don't know what that says about me. Probably just man, Pro- manning up, innit? You're getting a bit... I haven't, I haven't stood up, to be fair. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not drunk or anything. I'm not tipsy and whatnot. S- stop fiddling around with the midriff. <laughs> oh, oh, and we're flossing. He's flossing. Brilliant. And as soon as Michael Jameson starts to floss, that is the signal... <laughs> For the end. I'm getting better, isn't I? That is a terrible so, loss. Yeah, isn't it? It's those kids who go absolutely nuts over it. They really do. Oh, and the hip goes out. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a fucking hernia. Oh, dear. Christ. Them kids and their flossing. Oh, that is better than last time, though, to be fair. To be fair. It's so. proven. Right, well. Once Michael flosses, that's a very clear sign that it's time to end the podcast. We want to thank Rara uh, greatly for coming on to the podcast tonight. Have you enjoyed yourself, Rara? I have. Thank you for having me. Good. Well uh, well done, <laughs> he says in a patron. Well done. Oh, didn't well you do done. well? Well done. Oh. Um, appalling, appalling attempt at sweet or savoury, but, you know. Better than some. Can't be helped. And I think... Uh, Indians were you're older than the first Indian restaurant I am yeah yeah. Indian restaurants 35 years old Stuart 40 years old <laughs> correct <laughs> there's still time though. there's still time though if we've if you've pred- if you've correctly predicted Nathan Peterson's Indian restaurant you could yeah. you could come from behind and wipe out that that quivier Michael Jameson's quivier win this is the first time that we've ended the podcast and not been entirely 100% sure who has won quivier yeah, it's exciting. It is. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm very. I mean, I'm when excited. When are we going to find out? I don't know, and that's part of the excitement. That's. <laughs> that's it's that. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Could the be. T- could be. It could be in ten minutes. It could. <laughs> it could be tomorrow. We could never find out. We could always just have this. Just send send him a text. This heightened sense of excitement in our lives. Just imagine that. Just going through the rest of your life, just having a heightened sense of excitement because you might have won. 
You might have won a quiz I, on a podcast. I have. Just tweet him. I have. I've just seen a comment on our social media. What? 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 That, what? Has, that has come in 50, 16 minutes ago. This is a late comment. It's from Mister Hastastic. <laughs> he says hi. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't, yeah, I wouldn't want that to be missed. The reason that was missed, actually, a little behind the scenes, a peek behind the curtain, folks, um, is because I opened the Instagram comment at the start of the show. So, and I just happened to check my my uh, the notifications on my telephonic device. I mean, we've gone from it, we've we've gone from the excitement of not knowing who's won a quiz to some admin about you checking your social media, <laughs> like. I, I I thought I'd found the perfect way to end the podcast on a high. In Nathan's absence, I finally cracked the ending of the podcast, and you've ruined it with your stupid mess, you young people messing about on your phones. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. If you hadn't picked up your phone then and checked it, if you'd have been present in the moment, if you'd have been being mindful and been present in the moment, then that would not have ruined the podcast, Michael. I think we've all learned a lesson tonight, haven't we? I feel like I'm getting embarrassed. Yeah, you should be embarrassed. You should be. You've let you've let me down. You've let the podcast down. But worst of all, Michael, you've let yourself down. No, do you want to do you want to say sorry to the listeners, Michael? He's not yeah. angry. He's just disappointed. Yeah, I'm not. I am. I'm not. I am. I'm not angry. <laughs> I am just disappointed. Um. Yeah, I think it's it's like what Stuart was saying. I've I've, I've clearly let myself down, but. I need to apologise because uh, obviously I regret it and I've, I've ruined it really yeah. <laughs> with my with my actions. In many ways, I think history will look back on you as being much worse than R. Kelly. Mm-hmm.